Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, 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 what a week that was. Round nine is in the books and it was just a magic weekend. I mean, a couple of, a couple of really awesome games, a bunch of 100-plus Supercoach scores and, and Wenin and JT and the boys were there to see it all Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Very jealous, very jealous of the boys. Got to see a bunch of footy live this weekend while I was, um, you know, stuck on the Gold Coast. Went to the, the Suns versus D's game uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, lifelong D's supporter here in the AFL, and, and thank God the D's got the win. But it was ugly there, very exciting last minute. Apart from that, the other two and a half hours were pretty pretty piss poor, to be honest. But back to Magic Round, what a weekend. What a weekend, like we said. Bunch of huge scores, Suncorp Stadium turf held up pretty good, and the boys were there to see it all. So whether or not they make it to the uh, to the Wednesday night podcast this week is a question that, that remains and. Um, Remains unanswered and we won't know for a few days, but I've seen photo evidence that they were there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Not sure if Wilfred made it out of Caxton Street alive Saturday night. Uh, Sammy was there to see the Knights get up over the dogs, which was good. Joe Fitz, another loss for the boys. Uh, Wilfred will be happy with the Broncos win. The Warriors got up late to beat the Dragons, which I'm pretty pumped about. And then JT and the Cowboys just got towered up by the Rabbitohs this afternoon. He's he looks he's not in good form. Not in good form, JT. He will he will be at Honeybees until the early hours of this morning trying to wipe away the stench of defeat. But what a weekend. Great concept by the NRL. Hopefully it comes back next season so I can get involved. But excellent weekend of footy. Excellent, excellent weekend of Supercoach. There is going to be some monster scores out there this week. I'm, I reckon fifteen hundred is going to win the week. There's a bunch of fourteen hundreds out there. I reckon there's a few fifteen hundreds as well. Like I said, we had a bunch of popular players turn up, uh, which we will get to. But yeah, excellent weekend. On to round ten next week. Thirteen thirty-six for the Duffel Bag Boys this week. Um, before we get into it, I think we should give a quick shout out to Mother's Day. All the mums out there, all the Supercoach mums, all the Rugby League mums, all the mums who take their youngsters to play Rugby League. Hope you had a great day today. You deserve it. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, well, you know, one day a year where it's all about the mums. So, well done. Congrats to all the mums and, um, yeah, good stuff. So, like I said, Duffel Bag Boys, 13-36 this week. I think it's a decent score, but it's oh, it's a case of what could have been. And we'll get to that as we go through some of the hits and misses. But, yeah, could have, what could have been, what could have been. This could easily have been a 1,400 score this week. Trades that I made this week, decided to sit on Bateman for a week. Uh, was going to go Bateman to Croker, but wasn't sure how he would go against the Roosters. Obviously, in the end, he scored a try, but still only scored about 50. So I think that was the right move. So I ended up doing CHT out and old Hudson Young in, uh, thanks to a bunch of dual positions. 
So Hudson Young turned out pretty good. I think he scored sort of mid-50s, which I'm pretty happy with. Played the full 80, if I'm not mistaken. So I think he's a good acquisition. And a little bit of inside knowledge here, Jack Murchie, who is the one who could be pushing him for minutes, broken wrist broken wrist for Murchie. So Hudson Young there, uh, Murchie in the Reggie's broken wrist. So Hudson Young there, pretty safe for 80, I think. Going forward, 52 points is going to increase. Increased by quite a bit. So I'm happy with that trade. Second trade was Burr out for Taumalolo. Now Burr uh, did not go too well, only 36 points in limited minutes, and Taumalolo scored mid-50s, but with a couple of offloads there, he should update to 60-plus. So I'm not too disappointed about that trade. Not sure what I'm going to do this coming week. Uh, I think that score should consolidate me in the top 200. So I think I'll get Dearden for Dylan Brown, presuming that Brown's not going to be back for the buy. Bank a little bit of cash there uh, and use that and the cash that I'm sitting in the bank. I'm oh, I'm not sure what to do with Bateman. I'm not sure what to do. I was, I was planning to play Ockenbohr again next week when he comes up against the Titans. But I played him this week, which we'll get to a little bit later on. He only scored 19, or sorry, 25 he updated to. So I don't think I can rely on him. So I think I'm going to have to sell Bateman for a center wing guard that plays 12. And those players are few and far between. Is it Croker or do I just go down to Aitkins? Because Aitkins can score just the same as Croker. Croker's got the rabbits this week. Uh, and that's the reason why I held off on that trade because the, the Raiders have got the Roosters and the Rabbits in back-to-back weeks. But we'll see what happens. See what happens. Okay, the hits this week. Let's smash them out. Madison in my team. Played him. Late decision Friday night to play Madison and Haas and bench Cameron Murray for the first time this season. So Maddo with 111. Was very happy to, to make that call to play him. He was on 50 after about 10 minutes, which I was pretty pumped about. Haas with a 77, just keeps keep, keeps on keeping on and playing big minutes for the Broncos. He's a, he's a potential final 17 player, Payne Haas. 61 minutes, 78 with 8 tackle busts. That's ridiculous. And 20 runs. There is no reason to leave him out of your 17 at this stage. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I got on Munster and Smith from the Storm. I mean, I know they're not going to play round 12, but I was hoping to nail some good points between couple of weeks ago and round 12 uh, and it's come off this week they've updated nicely with Munster up to 159 and Smith up to 103 so very happy to have both those boys in my side this week Cookie just finished up against the Cowboys didn't have him as captain unfortunately a lot of people did 154 huge probably going to go up about 10 points or so as well had Teddy today as well with a 114 Ponga with a 90 CNK with a 70, uh, which was a very good score against the Roosters, included a try, um, but I did not play him this week. I tried to outsmart myself and play Ockenbohr instead of CNK, and that's cost me 45 points. So I've learned a lesson uh, this week, is, and the lesson is that I'm not smart. I'm not smarter than Supercoach, and I should just play my guns. If you've got a player who's 300k and a player who's 500k, just play the 500k player for God's sake. Just play him. It's not hard. So I'll be getting CNK back in there next week, even though the Raiders do play Souths and the Dogs play the Titans. Um, 
After also ch- starting Cherry this week, which brings me on to the misses against the Titans. Uh, Cherry could only manage 39 after he lost that uh, either a line break or a line break assist. Um, I'm not going to risk it. I'm just going to play my guns going forward. Ockenbohr mentioned him, 25. Shocking. Let's just hope that he hangs on to round 12 and we can move his sorry ass on. And then the other letdown this week was Gutherson. I mean, what are you going to do when you get pumped by 50 points and for some reason you're playing out of dummy half in attack, which is just... I don't know what Brad Arthur's thinking. Maybe he's trying to get him the 14 jersey for Origin, but if he was trying to do that, it backfired, and he probably lost him the number 14 jersey. So Guffo with 10 points there. Not sure what Para were doing, starting Terrapo in the nine and pushing Reed Marnie to the bench and, and having Gutherson run out of dummy half. Don't know what don't know what they were doing, but it's backfired. They got absolutely smacked by the storm, and we should have seen that coming. Uh, you know, given the heat that was on the boys last week, and I should have seen that big score from Munster coming and jumped on him, but I didn't. I went Jake Turbo captain because I panicked and freaked out about the the um, the state of the stadium come Saturday and Sunday, and there was no dramas. Ponga scored ninety. Obviously, Teddy played well, Munster played well, and Cookie played well. So I should have just held my nerve and played Ponga as captain, like I was going to, which would have netted me another twenty five odd points, but. I went Gerbo, 66, not too bad, but not as much as these big boys. All right, just got to have a sip there of the the rum and coke, Bundaberg small batch. Unfortunately, like the Wednesday night boys, haven't received my welder's dog yet. understand it's at Wenin's place, but he's got to ship it over to me along with the hat. So as soon as I get that, I'll be repping that. But for now, shout out to my, my man from the Early Beach Hotel. The proprietor up there, we have a, a small investment up there through work. Sends me a few rums every now and then, so I've got the Bundaberg small batch reserve, which I'm sipping on uh, sipping on tonight. So shout out to my man up there, Illy Beach Hotel. Anyone in town, go in, say Nick sent you, he'll know who I am. And you might get a free rum or a free feed, who knows. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Okay, injuries. Some big injuries this week, as always. As always, every week. Jack Bird, ACL, done for the year. Fafita hamstring, should be should be good to go next week. Who knows? Kakao, not officially announced as an injury, but he did not look good in the second half of that game against the Tigers. And I don't know if he's going to come up this week. Moses Sully with a finger injury. Uh, looks like he's going to be out for at least a month, maybe more. Sipley for the Sea Eagles also. ACL, potentially, potentially ACL. TBC. 
Jerome Hughes with the HIA. The Storm play Thursday night this week, so he will not play this Thursday night. So Pappenhausen will take that spot, and God only knows what he's going to score this week. He's just a, he's got jet shoes. Hey, chuck him in the 100, chuck him in the 200 for Australia. Who knows? Who knows what he can do? But if he gets that fullback spot this week, his break-even is going to be negative a million, and he's going to jump up in price a huge amount this week. Curtis Scott for the Storm, foot injury, six to twelve weeks. Looks like Rapan. <coughs> excuse me. Looks like Rapan has done his PCL. He's going to be out for a while. And then Daniel Tupo. Originally, I, I wrote down here that he was dead. He was gone. But looks like a neck injury. Uh, I didn't see the game. I did see him getting carted off, but I didn't see the full game. So you have to think that Tupo is going to be out for a while, um, which. You know, is interesting there. Maybe, maybe Bmoz uh, is back soon. Maybe Ryan Hall can't be too far away. So the Roosters have got some pretty decent replacements there if those boys are fit any time in the next couple of weeks. Okay, let's punch through some of the other interesting scores for the weekend. And it was a very interesting weekend, like we said earlier. So Gallon wound back the clock on Thursday night with a ton, 106, which included a goal. He's not an option, but. It was, it was, you know, vintage gallon performance. I thought Hassan Masters' performance in the early Sunday game was interesting. 64 points, but that included two tries. You know, so he's been known as the base king in center wing. But if you take those two tries off, that's only 30 points. Uh, he did miss four goals, which is, is really going to impact a score when you're a goal kicker. I think he's still an option for round 13 or 14, but... I'm not worried about getting on him before then. I mentioned Aitkins earlier for the Panthers in the same game. 50 points with a line break only and a bunch of other uh, base stats. I think he's really an option for this week. He was had a BE of zero, so he's going to be around about 260k. But if he can keep that spot, uh, and we know he plays 12, he's got a 50, 60, 70, 80, 90 in him. Um, and I don't mind him as a downgrade for Bateman, maybe, you know, starting fullback. Been a little bit underwhelming, only averaging 38 before this week, but you have to think better days are ahead for the Panthers. They just have to get better. Fisher-Harris, 61. I think he's a good option for round 12. Played the full 80 again this week. Uh, in the second Friday night game, Corey Waddell again benefited from injuries. Uh to the Sea Eagles outside backs and played 64 minutes for 57 points, which I thought was pretty solid. To Pau, again, only the 48 minutes, but 62 points. Good performance for him. Uh, came into the game with a break-even of 43, so he's still still pretty affordable and, again, close to a must-have for round 12. I think he turned up in the first buy round last week, so if... You know, the guns for round 12 are looking pretty few and far between, and Tapao's one of them. So you, we're going to have to work out a way to get him in for 12. Milford, wound back the clock, 98. Does not play 12 and is not an option. Do not get feel, fooled by Milford. They're not going to be playing Manly every week. Dearden, 36. Coming off a of 33 last week, he's, he's cheap, and he's an option for CHT or Brown owners. So... I don't know. I don't know. He's going to make a bit of money, but I don't think it's going to be huge. I'm going to, I'm going to see how he fits my team. I think with actually with training CHT out last week, I know I switched Brown into halfback, so I've still got that option there of going Brown to Dearden this week. But I don't know if it's worth it. 
to be honest. Uh, Napa for the Dogs, I've got written down here, 42 points. He's been a little bit underwhelming since coming back from injury. And with that origin sort of slated for him for round 12, uh, he's. I'm, I'm glad I sold him a few weeks ago and he's not a keeper, that's for sure. Just on the Dogs, obviously, Dean Pay, uh, late changes there with CHN and Martin out. I mean, who knows what? Who knows what they're doing? You just cannot touch any dogs until you know an hour before the round twelve game who's playing. Aside from Aiden Tolman, who plays every week and who's around five twenty and averaging sixty for the year and probably going to score sixty every week and plays the same minutes every week. You know, fifty fifty five to sixty minutes. Aside from Tolman, I would not be touching any dogs because you just don't know what's happening there. Clemmer in the same game for the Knights, 73, solid again. Unfortunately, he's going to play Origin, so he's going to miss a few weeks. Uh, next game, Warriors versus Dragons. Patrick Herbert, everyone was on him this week. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't sure. I just didn't see the base, um, but only scored 19. Break even of negative 25, so he's going to jump up. Doesn't play 12, so I'm happy to pass on him like I did. RTS, 92, which was right around his break even. Uh, Price is going to be very good and people are going to be jumping on him come round 13, 14. Like I said earlier, Lachlan Burr, same game, only 36, got to go. Same game, Lomax, 43, came off at the 52-minute mark and got replaced by Ewan Aitken. Don't know what McGregor's doing. Just just get Aitken out of the side, mate. You don't need him. You don't need a centre on the wing. If you're going to go with Lomax, just go with Lomax. It's not that hard. But he replaced him at the 52-minute mark after Lomax has scored a try and kicked three goals. So he only scored 43 points, did Lomax. But still going to see a bit of a price increase there, considering he came with a break, in with a break-even of zero. We mentioned Pappenhausen earlier. 125 off the bench. A try, three try assists, three line breaks. He's got jet shoes. And if he if he starts at fullback this week for Jerome Hughes, like I said, he's gonna he came in with a break even of eight and scored one twenty five. So my mass is not that good, but he's gonna be around two sixty or two seventy K with a negative break even of God knows what. He's gonna be three fifty, close to four hundred in a couple of weeks. Uh potential potential short term cash grab for a two or three week period there. Uh in today's games, Latrell came off and went back on to score 80 points in only 48 minutes. I mean, he came off at the 29-minute mark or something like that, and he already had two tries, which is ridiculous. Takiyaho scored 85, a lot of base, 21 runs, 17 of them over 8 metres. Had a line break assist, but played the 72 minutes, you know, due to the fact that Boyd Cordner only played 12 so Takiyaho was the key beneficiary of that with an 85-point performance. Um, and I mentioned earlier, Hudson Young, I'm not too disappointed with that trade there. 52 points, played the full 80, 32 tackles, 10 runs, and an offload. So he might update to mid-50s. And like we said, Jack Murchie, broken wrist, so no no risk there. Uh, also, obviously, Rapana in that game with the injury. So Bailey Simonson, who was on the reserves, should go up to replace Rapana there. So I'm feeling pretty good about Hudson Young's chances of playing minutes come round 12. But we'll see how he goes. We will see how he goes. Breaking was negative 12. So he's beat that by about 65 he's going to be about 250k this week with an with another negative break even so 
I'm feeling good about that move. He can, you know, he can become a keeper. He can become a Masters or someone like that with some dual positions post round 12. So that's it. So trades for this week. Like I said, I'll take a look at Dearden, but I'm not convinced on Dearden. Uh, and the other trades, I don't, Jesus, I don't know. I need blokes. I need bodies for round 12. I've got 70k in bank, 27 trades left. I think I've only got like nine players for round 12 though. So every trade for me for the next three weeks with only six trades left before round 12 needs to be to bring a round 12 body into my team. I'm actually thinking of of shifting off Gerbo. I'm actually thinking of going Gerbo to Tapao or someone like that. Um, I'm keen to hold Madison. Seems to have an attacking stat in him. Jairo is getting the minutes with Ryan James out. I grabbed Tamalolo this week. Cameron Murray, hopefully he doesn't get selected for Origin and plays 12. Fafida, hopefully he's back this week. His price is going to plummet though, so there's potentially an option there to sell him. Payne Haas, he's a, he's a keeper. Burgess, I'm going to hold him for 12, obviously. I'm keen to get off Flegler if a better option presents itself because he's not doing anything. Uh, and then center wings, I just need to play my guns. I just need to get CNK back in there for Ockenbohr, and I need to trade Bateman probably. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on Bateman this week and try and bring in someone. I might even go Aitkins to free up some cash to go bang, bang, post, uh, sorry, pre-round 12 or, or, or even have a bit of cash in bank post-round 12. But it's going to be an interesting trade week this week, that's for sure. Like I said, sitting on a 13.36, hopefully we get to 13.50 after updates and I could hold my spot there in the top 200. All right, see you later. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com <laughs>